Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales High Insights, a podcast conversation or conversation, as I like to call it, that provides you the 2020 vision of hindsight to all things sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurial ventures. So if you like what you hear and could use some one-on-one help in your own corner of the world, then send me a note to patrick at pklistmarketing.com and let's see what the free consultation reveals for you. For right now, I invite you to join me and my high-powered guests as we podversate for your sales and business growth. We're taking a break from our usual format um, of our podversations uh, with industry experts because I've had a lot of questions and input and excitement around the idea of uh, owning your own business. And there, there's two groups of folks that are talking to me, either the folks that are in business right now and struggling with current economic situations and climate and, and how to either grow or just stay afloat. And then there are others who are tossing around the idea of starting their own business. And since I've been successful as an entrepreneur in the last 15 years, people naturally come to me and, and look for my input. So it is a hindsight and I wanted to share it. And I wanted to start with a precursor, something that people who are in business should have already done, uh, but I don't want to assume that anybody actually has done this. Sometimes you start a business and get in motion, and then you can't find your way out of a bad situation. Uh, So it'll be helpful for those that are in business to check themselves, and it'll be helpful for those people who are considering going into business. So here's here's the very quick precursor. Uh, to the four steps that I'll give you um, that will be your your recipe for success. But the precursor would be this. Make sure that you have identified a current problem in the marketplace or an unmet need in the marketplace. Um, And once you've identified that problem and the unmet need, make sure that you have a solution to that problem. Sounds simple. A lot of people skip that step. That's the most important step. Second to that, is to identify who I call the owner of that problem or that unmet need. Who owns that? Who feels the pain when that problem exists and there is no solution? And if you can make the pain go away, you've got a really good beginning of a business model. Then you need to do this. You need to go confirm with that group that they actually believe there's a problem. Sometimes they're not even aware that they're suffering the pain. And you need to make them aware that they're actually suffering the pain, help them through the pain. And then the final thing you do is test the theory of your solution. Ask them if you had a solution to that pain, to that problem, to that unmet need, would they be willing to buy it? Would they pay for it? If you've done that, your business model has a great chance of succeeding. I'm going to share with you actually um, a story of Instacart. They did a great job of doing that. And so if you're anything like me, social distancing became a real drag in the recent past, except for when it came to things like shopping for groceries, home essentials, even alcohol. And my friends at Instacart became the answer to everyone's what everyone's been looking for. They basically made shopping your favorite retailers, both locally and nationally, one of the best things to come out of our social distance world. Now, the way you can take advantage of what Instacart offers is you shop online with their app or visit instacart.com to browse the aisles of all your favorite retailers. You put your items in your cart from single or multiple stores 
all on one order. And then when you're ready, your personal shopper does the rest. They gather your items and they get them to to you in as fast as one hour. And you can even do contactless delivery. So I would ask you to let Instacart highlight their deals to help you save money and sit back and get everything you need delivered to your doorstep at a time that works for you. You can follow the link in our show notes and you can let Instacart know that we sent you and it would also help support our show. And then you can enjoy free delivery on your first order over $35. Now tell me that isn't identifying a problem that's out there. Not only the inconvenience of shopping, but the, the risks without social distancing, delivering to your door when you want and letting you use your free time for what it's worth. Go to the, go to the show notes, select the link and let Instacart know that we sent you to them. Now, on to the the four uh, key ingredients to the recipe for your success. So once you're in motion as a business, I think these four tips will help keep you around for the long haul. So the first tip is to define. And what I mean by that is to define your business in one sentence. So my core business um, is that I print large format graphics that uh, go on walls and windows and vehicles and things like that. So I'm a large format custom graphic printer. That's in one sentence I can define my my business. Now, the next step is to define your competition in one sentence. And if you can't define who your competition is, um, you need to do some research and you need to say who you think your competition is. And then the way to challenge the thought of your business success is to have your customers do the same thing. Have your customers tell you in one sentence what it is you do as a business person and who are the companies like you that are doing that. And then I want you to evaluate, do my customers see me the same way I see myself? And if there's if there's a gap, that shows you you have a problem uh, that makes your business maybe not as sustainable as it could be. So let's We'll work on that gap together. Once you've done the definition process, once you've defined and you have your customer defined, now you need to refine. And by refine, I mean you need to refine your activities, your promotions, your elevator pitch, and you better have one. And you do that based on the gaps you found between what you defined and what your customers defined and who your competition is and what they do in the marketplace. So you don't want to just live in a world where you just do what you think is right. You need to define your business, define your competition, let your customers do the same, and then refine the things you do every day in your business to make sure you're staying relevant and meaningful and at the forefront of your market marketplace. The third step is to measure. So first define, second refine, now measure. Measure your activities, things like number of client meetings, Uh, that you set up now compared to the number of client meetings you might have set up prior to the define and refine process. Um, You need to measure things like number of qualified buyers you meet with. And a qualified buyer is defined by somebody who is ready, willing, and able to move their business into your your place, into your your marketplace. Um, And you should notice that you have an increase in qualified buyers. You should get better at identifying a qualified buyer. Um, and you need to make sure that you're 
you start with a baseline. Here's what it was before. It was five appointments a week. Now I'm up to six appointments a week. It was three qualified buyers. Now I've doubled that. I'm seeing six qualified buyers. So you need to know pre-definition and refining numbers compared to post. And if you don't, just take that as your starting point um, as when you defined and when you refined. So you measure activities. Make sure they're they're meaningful what you measure. Don't measure activities um, that aren't meaningful, that get you nowhere, but are just simply activities. And then measure results. Things like the dollar value of your proposed solutions. Are you are you working on larger projects? Are they worth more? Did your total sales go up? Did your total profits decrease? Those are the things that keep you in business. They say cash is king, cash flow is king, but work on meaningful things that you can control through your own efforts of defining, refining, measuring activities, and measuring the results from that. And then the fourth most important step, most businesses skip this, but the ones that succeed never skip this, and that's to check yourself. And what I mean by that is you come to a company like mine and you get the outside perspective. Air quotes, keep yourself honest. What this is going to do for you is it's going to provide you with an objective outside view of what you're doing compared to the results you're hoping to get. It will give you an outside fair objective game plan on what you're doing compared to what the competition is doing. And this is where you'll become a long-term prosperous business and companies like mine that do sales consulting and business consulting for a living will become your secret weapon to success. So I hope this was helpful. I hope the recipe helps you not only in your short-term goals, but your long-term goals, because this recipe doesn't mean that you're a master chef, and that's where we can help. So reach out, contact us through our podcast, like what you hear, subscribe to our our service. You'll be aware of all the most current things that happen on our podcast, or reach out to me on my email, patrick at pklistmarketing.com, And I'm looking forward to building your future together. So that's a wrap for now. And I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed participating in it. I look forward to hearing from you soon. I know better can be yours. Just send me a request, patrick at pklistmarketing.com. And let's take the first step toward better days together. We're confidential, customized, and we'll set a course to redirect your energies and your results. To close, I'm going to leave you with the words from one of my favorite musical groups, Rascal Flats. Simply put, my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to be.